Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book, I do the review, stick it up on the podcast for everyone to download and listen to. Uh, joining me today, like normal, is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And uh, today we're, we're going to be talking about, well, weirdly enough, the last episode was uh, me saying, hey, I didn't finish this book called... Hell's Park or yeah. Hell's Park. Uh, and I was like, and now the episode is me telling Juliana why I didn't finish the book. You have since started reading the book. I quick, have. Quick update. Uh, 17% into 17, it. But you think you're going to stick uh, with it's it? A, it's a, I'm fine yet. Yeah, 17, 17% of the way through that book, I was okay with it. 25% yeah. of the way through, I was like, mm, and then 40% of the way through, I was like, actually. Well, let, let's um, see how far I can yeah, get. See if you can, if you pass the, if you get to 26% of the way through and are like, yeah, this is really for you. me. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Um, so that's cool. We're kind of going to do a similar thing now <laughs> with this book. We're actually going back to back books that we didn't finish. In this case, both of us didn't finish. Yes. Juliana started reading a I book. I did. Because yeah. oh, it was a, that's a, it was available as, an, as an, a library book. And it you're worked. like, yes, I can get this book for three weeks. Uh, is it three weeks? Is that yeah, the 21 normal? days. Yeah, yeah, 21 days. Yeah. I can get this book for three weeks. It's Yoon Harley. You really enjoy. Well, I really enjoyed um, Nine Fox Gambit by Yoon Harley. Yeah, an amazing book, five stars. Then you read it, and you, I think, mostly enjoyed it, even mostly though some of it, it was yes. Even though literally during your as you were reading it, you were like, I don't get it, and so I, there was a few bits where I kind of like uh, helped you through that, that as well. But, that's fine. but overall, very highly rated. Yes. The second two books in the series is a bit of a drop off, but again, sometimes like when you've got a hit book, the publisher is like, Hey, two more of those, yeah, please, yeah, or yeah. finish yeah. off this series, please. It wasn't really. Re- yeah. I don't really think the rest of the story is ready to go. All I remember is that it was a bit too much politics and stuff in the first book in the in the in the follow-ups uh, yeah in the follow-ups well yeah like i wanted it to be about battle commanders mm. and um military tactics and fun things like that but then the series be called machineries of empire and of course the machinery war is the machinery of empire yeah. but it much more became a sort of like okay which political faction or which of the yeah. seven six five main houses are going to be in control so anyway had issues with the second two books, but overall a positive reading experience, I exactly. think, for the entire series, especially the first book. So, yeah, Yoon Ha Lee, great author. Not many authors have ever gotten a five-star book, a five-star rating on the Science Fiction Book Review podcast. I think only like 10 authors have ever got a five-star rating. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that's that's really good for Yoon Ha Lee. So you're like, hey, check it out. A new book. It came out last year. This book is from, I've got the Goodreads uh, page open here. Um. It was published, uh, first published in October 2020. So yes. yeah, just over a year a ago. A new book. And I saw it on the library and I yeah. looked at it and thought, hmm, sounds, uh, sounds interesting. Sounds intriguing. I, I want to know more yep. about it. So I got it and I started reading it. Yeah. And then you, or I don't know. No, you were quite or, a way into it. You're like 25% of the way into quite it. quite into it. And then we talked about it, if you should read it as well. Yeah, I said, look, if you're enjoying it, if you're enjoying it, just tell me. I'll spend an audible credit on it and then catch up with you and then we'll do a podcast about yes. it. I mainly... Let me just say, oh. let me just say, you said that to me because yes. I just want to tell this little story. <laughs> and then like two days later... You're like, hmm, this book. And I was like, I've already spent an Audible credit on it. I've already listened to the first hour of the book. And you're like, oh, maybe that was a mistake for me. to. And you were like 50% of the way through yeah. the book at that point. Yes. So I was like, oh, no, I got this book thinking that Juliana was enthusiastic about it. Mm. And you were mm. due to the first 25% of the book. But by the time you had got to 50% of the book, you it was no longer a recommendation for me to read the book. It seemed like what happened well, in that time? What I, it wasn't that I enjoyed the first 25% of the book particularly. Right. It was more that sometimes I read a book or you read a book and uh, have a different experience with it right. than me. Also, I kind of wanted you to read this so I could talk to you about my experience with the main character and how I felt towards it and how you felt towards it. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like I thought, oh, this is a great book and Luke really should read it. Uh, that wasn't really why I wanted you to read it. You wanted me to read it because you also so- <laughs> wanted to experience the same disappointment with the book as you felt. <laughs> All right. So let's finish off the story about us not finishing this book. Okay. What happened was I was, I, we'll get into the reasons why we were both struggling with this book in a minute. Yes. But I was getting part of the way through and you got to, uh, well, I guess I was like 40, 50% of the way through, I guess. And you got up to um, 
80 percent of the way through and you said oh my 21 days of my uh, of me oh you said there's only two days left of this book yes. left to go in yes. the in the library lending uh, program yeah uh, and then you'd have to re- you can renew the book you can, can renew you? it yeah but by that point because it's yun ha Lee, it's yeah. obviously a, a a popular book yeah. so people were already ra- waiting for it ah. so that meant i couldn't immediately extend it continues right away, yeah. right away for another 21 days yeah. so I would have to give it back and then get back in line it, and it'd wait be, again it would be much better if there was like a thing to say look I'm almost like if it knows if it knows you're like 90% way, ninety of the way through it's like oh just give me an extra day to finish it off I can, I can finish off yes. That's what yes. you. if you'd have had that extra day but you know Sometimes we're a little busy with projects and other things going on in our lives. Yes. And you just said to me, I'm not sure. No, I I got to the point where until then I thought, ah, yes, I, I want to know kind of what happens. But then I got to the 80% point and I just didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah. I wasn't engaged. It was disappointing. And I uh, didn't think it was worth reading the yeah. other 20% of the book. That is so weird, but I had this really strong feeling about it. Yeah, no, and it happens sometimes. We had that same thing with the, uh, with the uh, um, was it the Scott Meyer book, uh, Grand Theft Astro, where yeah. we were listening to the audiobook <laughs> and it was part of a thing and we're like, all oh, right, we've got to finish off this audiobook by the time we get back to the end, by, uh, by this road trip, you know, yes. let's, we're driving back to Berlin, yeah. come all the way from the Netherlands or wherever, oh no, from France in that case, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, we were uh, driving well, yeah. straight through from yeah. basically from the UK yeah well, well from Folkestone so <laughs> yeah. like we get up in the morning take the train yeah. across and then drive all the way home yeah. in one day and we're like let's get this book finished and we got to like 95% it was like a 10 hour yeah. audiobook and we were at nine and a half hours we had like 15 no like 20-30 minutes to go and both of us were like we might not get through to, we, and then in that case we did get to the end of that book yes we but, pushed through yeah we pushed through yeah. but in this case when you've got that time pressure on like you've got to sit you've got to find time it's not like you've got time on this drive home and yeah. then we'll put some music on yeah it's more like you've now got to find another two hours of your life to some to, to finish up reading this book yeah and i didn't feel it yeah and i was at the same point well i wasn't at the same point but i'd got up to about halfway through the book like 40 45, 50% of the way through the book and you'd already bailed on the book with only 20% to go and I was like, all right, maybe I can reach that same point and then I was like, what am I talking about? Why do I, why am I going to put in all the effort and the time yeah. and uh, to try and get to 85% of the book, way through the book to see, to, to see why Juliana wanted to abandon the book after 80% of the way through the book and so I didn't. I just I just asked for my Audible credit back and they said, yeah, no problem because if there's this way, like if you, already, if you finish the entire book, yeah. you can't ask for an Audible credit back you know yeah. there's you, when you, you look you at your purchase it. yeah when you look at the yeah. purchase history you're like oh this is no longer you can you can no longer get a refund of this of mm. course and that's pretty much as soon as you finish a book they're like yeah no refunds but 50 percent of the way through they don't even ask they're like oh you don't want the book fine yeah, yeah. N- no problem at all yeah. and so i uh, i asked for my audible credit back and with no questions at all they're like yeah no problem you obviously weren't enjoying that book yeah let me just talk a little bit about the audible book the audio book uh, by uh, the way one second did we say the title of this book yet? Oh yeah, Phoenix Extravagant. I think I think I think we mentioned it. Phoenix yeah, good. Extravagant. Okay. It's got a, it's got a <laughs> dragon sure. on the front. So uh, Yoon Ha Lee, narrated by Emily Wu Zeller, and I think I've listened to audiobooks of hers before. Maybe uh, I I recognize I recognize the name um, Emily Emily Wu Zeller, but again I've just clicked on it now. I can't actually uh, see any of her books right here. But she's obviously one of the uh, general um, you know audible people she's got like 19 pages of audible oh, wow. audiobooks here 20 per page so what's that like she's done like 400 books was 20 times 20 yeah i guess 400 books um so uh, <laughs> so a, a very very well used uh, but not very good at voices like whenever she goes across like and then the person came along and all the normal voices just does them normally and then there'll be a guard and it's all like hello i'm a guard i'm doing a male voice now and i'm gonna do a voice right. and i was like oh my goodness there's something i mean again 99 percent of the audiobook was fine but then some of the voices that she chose for some of the characters <laughs> i was like really like that's, that's what the you're voice? going for some like weird Monty Python sketch kind of voice. Like, I was like, oh no. Um, okay. Otherwise, otherwise, nothing wrong with the audiobook at all, except for like, say, just a few choices right. of um, of, uh, performance. of of performance yeah. performance choices. Mm. So, what was it about this book that neither of us were into? Le- what I'd like to do this is do like a a, a round robin or a, a, a switching forth. side. Yeah. I'm gonna say something yeah. which 
kind of frustrated me and made me want to not read it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What I loved about uh, the Nine Fox again, it's going to be difficult for me not to compare this bo- book to Nine Fox Gambit. Mm. But if you're an author and you've written a five star book, which I read twice and thoroughly enjoyed, uh, there's gonna I'm going to have some comparisons. Mm-hmm. What I found fan- fascinating about that was that there was this like magic kind of technology, kind of weird thing with these gates and switches and like all of the crazy stuff. Which I've now, having read some uh, Warhammer books, I realized oh that kind of stuff's in those Warhammer books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this kind of crazy magic and battle and nobody really quite understands it and and it, i always think that's totally fine yeah because it, it's okay if me i uh, me as a reader but as long as it makes me feel something in there you've got these really horrific things about you know some some gate opens and floods these things and then like all body far, body parts fall apart you know and there's some quite graphic explanations of what the magic means to be used in nine fox gambit and this is in nine fox gambit yes, okay and here there's this like magic system kind of thing which are these automatons which wear masks and the masks are painted mm. and our main character is an artist mm. who wants to do some painting but and these masks are painted these automaton masks are painted and then she's brought into the the, they. the sorry yeah they okay right i'll talk about that a little bit later they the artist what did i say she. She. Okay. Sorry. Okay. They are brought in as an artist yeah. into into this uh, into this ministry of war. Let's just call it ministry of war. Yeah. No, ministry of peace. Let's call it ministry of peace. Um, <laughs> armor. I think. Yes, armor. the armor ministry, but yeah. it's, a, it's the ministry of uh, ministry of war slash yeah. peace slash armor, and they have to make some automaton um, system. Like they they have to do some painting hmm. to to paint a mask. And they kind of hinted that that painting was already known, that the masks were the things that control the automatons. Yeah. These like golem-like, you know, tin men, um, you know, steampunk kind of automaton people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Remind me of some other books that I'd read which have these automaton. I can't remember what it was. There was a book recently. Do you remember me talking about that? When it was like the Netherlands had yes, made some the TikTok clack- armies? Clackers? Yeah. Or yeah. something? Clackers? Clackers, yeah. I think that's what they were called in yeah. that in that book. Yeah. And um, and the different clackers have different things driving them yeah. magically. Yeah. Similar kind of thing here. What really annoyed me about this, that any talk that we had showing the power of this magic was like inferred or described third hand oh there was this slaughter this this war magic happened yeah. over there somewhere yeah and because our main character everything is talk it, everything is very like close third person we never hear about anything from outside of that point of view yes so if something happened that they didn't see we have to be told about it by mm-hmm. other characters telling them about it yes which is um which is disappointing. Yes. I, ne- we, I never saw that magic up close. And f- f- when I get 50% of the way through the book, yeah. and this magic is being used for more and more things, but I I haven't actually seen the impact of it. Okay. Like, I, I, want, I want to feel something when magic is used. Yes. And this is one of those really sh- weird books, which has got this technology magic s- system mm-hmm. thing. Like, mm-hmm. I say technology magic. So it's like a magic system, which is so well known that the people in the book, like the characters in the book, are treating it as though they're, they're doing engineering with magic. Yes. They're doing, uh, you know, design work and engineering, and it's all it's all very resource-based, and, uh, you know, it, it is magic. You know, it's explained that, like, we don't know what's going on here it, there's but it properties and it but it's working and it works methodically and systematically yeah. so this like technological magic system 50 percent of the way through the book mm-hmm. i hadn't that that magic hadn't made me feel anything emotionally at all yeah had a uh, jb or how i don't Jebby. know how, how it's pronounced yeah in uh, the audiobook it's had they, did they did they use it to uh create uh, a natural phenomenon yet no no okay so that comes after that right point there is it a came use. too late for it me to too, care i understand that magic actually did something but again i understand I, if like it was totally fine that i was told about the stuff that the magic could do yeah but being told about it like third hand or mm. fourth hand by that point yeah it didn't like I don't just want to hear stories about magic being used 
second hand or third hand. Yeah. Like I, it didn't make me feel anything. So if you're doing a fantasy book and you're doing, and the whole central core of the novel is around about the use of magic. If that magic makes me feel nothing, yeah, you've failed with your book. Yes. All right, you go. Okay. Um, there's so many things. I'm now trying to. If you want get to go of, off, like build on something okay, I just said, you can with the magic. Right. Um, the I had a similar experience, and this is why I continued reading, and this is why I told you, yes, you, you should read this book, and because I had the hopes from previous books that I thought it would come. Mm. You know, I was relying on my experience with the author. Right. And it did. There was more coming of this kind of stuff. But it of felt the magic stuff, of the mean? magic yeah. stuff. But if you have magic in a world and the magic is very contained and I'm always struggling to understand how it's not more people just finding out about to how to use the magic. Right. Yeah. How it can be contained to the people who know how to make it and how to use it. Yeah. And no one else is researching it. And yeah. No one else can use it. And yeah, it's, but it seemed like that Jebby knew that the painted masks were the things. Like it's even said, it's like, oh yeah, I guess that there was probably something to do with the painted masks that was helping control or animate these golems. Yes, but they didn't know how it was done. And then they discover by being employed by this ministry how they did it. Yeah. But I can't believe that no one else would find out how yeah. it how it works yeah that's always this thing where like the book sometimes books and this is one of the worst things about this or like this is one of the worst examples of this let me put it that mm. way is that a lot of time the oh something's a secret that it remains a secret yeah. only works if the people in the world of that book are all like totally incurious about everything yeah and what we know about humans is that humans are very curious about something and if they see something they're like hmm what's over that next hill yeah can i make that some that that same thing yeah. why is that fire green what like what can i put in the fire yeah. like to make it burn green and yeah. then everybody knows all the different things that you like everybody rediscovers what you can put in flame to make the flames green exactly. again that's like the one of those basic things like i was i was trying to go all the way back to like caveman times like what's the first technology that someone could use or yeah like, oh what do we do to do this what do you know, it feels like so many people should be able to do the same thing. I don't know. Yes. And they it's uh, it's 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 trying really hard to say like, oh, yeah, these people that work there, they are like contained. They're not prisoners, but they they are bound by contract to just yeah. live in this underground um, thing where there's electricity but outside there's not electricity so yeah. ele electricity is a new thing or it's yeah. so incoherent with yeah. the, the world that we live in are we living in like a um uh, what kind of like medi not medieval it's, no, it's further not medieval, than medieval but they don't have electricity about, they're talking about electricity and, and moon bases no no the, w the way that i read it and i think this is the case because yunhali is like half korean mm. um that it's it's more based on the uh, this is how I was reading it, is that it was based on mostly the Japanese um, occupation of Korea yes. during or before during the, sec the Second World War. Because yeah. they were talking about Westerners. Oh, I've never seen a Westerner. Yeah. Oh, Westerners. Is it true that Westerners can have red hair? Yeah. You know, all of that yeah. kind of things. So I'm like, yeah, on the far end of the Silk Road over there, yeah. there's some Westerners. I've never even seen them. So yeah. it definitely felt like the the um, it was because it, it was it's about like the the world the, the setup of the world is that there's been a war like six years ago there was an invasion yeah. and now the uh, this other like empire or this other country is is um, taken over ours and is slowly modernizing. They're like, oh great, there's no crime anymore, and then we have electric street lamps, yeah. but also no freedoms, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. And, and people having to take on different names and there's different bureaucracy. Yeah. Um, and everything um, is like they're kind of it's impl implied that the the the, the invade invade in invasion invaders no in invaders invaders occupiers yeah they are exploiting the country for yeah. some certain metals or some some yeah, resources, resources, natural resources yeah. and stuff so it is heavy on the symbolisms of the 
being occupied, being it, it's not colonized. Symbolism. No, it's it, not. It, there it's, is no symbolism there. And it is analogy. Your, it's, it's it's not analogy. It's, it is that is what the story it, yes. is. There is no there is nothing there which is symbolic, and there is nothing there which is analogous. It is about an occupying yeah. army and colonizers and, and colonizers how they and are, resource extraction yes. from a, a conquered nation. Very much so. Um, so there's this is the, now my next point here oh oh it's I my was, turn okay you did you did your thing about magic oh you're still talking about the magic stuff well i now also talked about the magic and now i'm bringing up a new point that you then can talk about okay i thought it was my turn well, i thought we were going backwards and forwards well okay. no go on you, t- let, you just go go for it go straight into okay. it okay yeah. so one of the very confusing thing in this book was the way that it felt in passages in long passages it felt like a young adult book all right because i could not pinpoint the age of our main character yeah it felt like they were about 18 19 or something you know coming out of school applying for 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 art school this kind of age and then you have these really strong you know it's in war occupation and and heavy like there are cruel things happening in yeah. this book and also some really well written sex scene i must admit yeah quite suddenly like a, a very out of nowhere explicit sex scene yeah it was good it was a good but good, good it one. seemed to be a mismatch for it's, you in it, terms of what what the tone of yes, the novel is because also i could not get my head around how this main character works and here's now the thing I don't need always the most competent main character. I don't. I re- I promise I don't. I find competent characters interesting because I can measure myself against them. And well, you'd love the Hellspark novel then. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's maybe on the opposite spectrum at that point. Like it's hyper but, <laughs> hyper too competent. Yes. It's not even interesting because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's never a problem that they yeah. can't solve immediately. So, um, I do like normal people that we follow in a book and things happen. Unfortunately, this one. And this is why my feeling towards the young adult book came so much. They felt like, sometimes they felt like a five-year-old child just running into a situation, not understanding what the consequences would be and what they then, there was no like, oh, let me think ahead and think of. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pick up on this, like you say. Jebby is one of the most infuriating characters ever (laughs) because they... Uh, willfully ignorant about many things. Oh, so much. Like uh, there was like these passages were saying like, oh, I don't know about that thing, and it's not right for me to know about, it and I don't want to know about it. Mm. And then suddenly they're like, oh, and now I'm going to become a master spy and try and like do this like heist, like switching of keys <laughs> and this kind of thing. And I was like, what? What, you, what? what the fuck are you doing? That's never going to work. It's yes. really frustrating <laughs> reading someone. And guess what? It then it doesn't, doesn't work. work. Of course but not. But then it succeeds anyway. For other reasons, I was like, this is like the most frustrating thing. You know, the most yeah. frustrating way. If you're going to have someone carry out a devious plan, which then it doesn't work and then everything happens accidentally and then it all works out anyway. The whole passage where she's sort of like, all right, I want to get to they. see my... Sorry, they. I want to see my sister. Um, and then, you know, then it's about her and then it just happens and it all works and they come back and I was like, what? There's no fallout from that. Like it, yeah. it seemed yeah. utterly. And then there was more story revelations later on about her sister being part of this, you know, uh, resistance. And the, and the people who were employing Jebby know that the sister is that way. And that actually it was all, you know, and I was like, this is the, the story is incoherent because the main character is incoherent. Yeah. You can't have someone that incompetent and that wet and that pathetic carrying a story about like resistance and yeah. Um, yeah. everything. It's the, the character is so wishy-washy the main character so wishy-washy that like when they changed their mind or when they like went in different directions Mm. it was incomprehensible to me if this was terrible character writing or writing of a terrible character who but without the without giving me any reasons to believe that they're a terrible character yeah like is the is jebby uh, a complete like sociopath 
or is it just bad writing? And when I'm thinking about a, a book like this, was sort of like, does this person not care about anybody else and putting anybody else in danger, doing anything, and then not care about themselves, and then also be really incompetent at everything that they try to do, which isn't sort of like very average artwork, because we're told at the start that uh, Jebby is like a very average artist, or it seems to be that's it, like a very unremarkable artist manages to become this you know it's become so important yeah uh, but they think very highly of themselves they do they think they without are without any without any evidence to show yeah, that yeah. they are competent yeah. likable nice yeah. yeah interesting yeah humane kind nothing no utterly self-centered utterly pathetic utterly incompetent and yet suddenly the, uh, um, suddenly uh, like a graphic sex scene appears and suddenly the the emotional connection between these two main characters i was like what do they what do they see in each other i know what jebby sees in the the what is it the designated the um duelist prime the duelist prime the designated duelist like yeah. this sort of like yeah how about how about that person yes how about how about yes have a whole story yeah. just about Vey, the jewel is prime also the sister i was like yeah. give me more of the yeah. sister why aren't we t why are we spending time with the most pathetic useless ignorant boring wet character in the entire novel yes every single other person seems to have better motivations more interesting <laughs> characters and st and then this this jebby becomes the main character the main person i wanted to oh. read a book about every single character in this book except that jebby. wasn't our main character <laughs> yes. every other character would have been amazing if we followed the 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 dragon character thing if we followed the sister if we followed the yeah. duelist prime even i would even wanted wanting be willing to follow the um the the uh, dep deputant minister oh, yeah, of the, the armory yeah the I would deputy, have deputy armory them. yeah i'd be like that's an interesting story because he's got political considerations and he's the one pulling strings behind this but we we got to hang out with this person that doesn't even understand all about what their sister did for yeah. them the whole time yeah. they were like i mean this is why i'm saying i don't understand their age they feel like a like a teenager who hasn't figured out you know life is more about than uh, spending your time with what you like to do in your little cubby hole because your sister provided for you it, it, this is so this is why i thought oh this is a coming up coming of age book i honestly thought that um jebby's sister kicking them out of the house at yeah. the start was uh, like a stroke of genius i thought that was actually in a way set up by i can't remember the name jebby's well, jebby's sister whoever jebby's Bre sister whatever Bre the name of jebby's sister was what yeah Bueni. it sounds boo something um yeah, whatever. I thought that, oh, this is great. Sh uh, uh, the sister knows that kicking Jebby out will make Jebby go and, like, have to... Learn, no, grow. Would, would be would force her to join up with this ministry. But then I was like, no, but it actually seemed to be, like, really backwards and forwards. Yeah. And it seemed to be missing... The sister seemed to be missing a trick there. But yeah. I don't know, because I didn't read further on. I'm sure she's going to come back in later, because, of course, she's, like, the, the, yeah. the second most interesting character yes. in the book. So yeah, what did what did what did they see in they? Um, so I've got another thing that my my thing now. You talked that character, yeah. even though I took over that point and talked yeah. about the character of Jebby. Yes. The thing that I didn't like about this was I didn't understand. I'm going to, actually. I realised that because I just looked at my notes. I'm going to go back and talk about the magic again. Mm. Why was Jebby brought on to do this painting, mask painting magic? It didn't feel. Like, I, I don't understand the magic. Is it about the better the artist, the better the magic, the stronger the magic? No. It, it like, and in that case, I was like, oh, yeah, the, the lightness of the touch or whatever. Mm. And then I was thinking, no, because, mm -mm. because Jebby is like this quite average, this quite average, um, yes, quite average painter. And then I was like, okay, so if it's not about what the painting looks like and we know it can't be about what the painting looks like because at some point 
there's the use of like invisible paints, you know, like <laughs> paint markings, which isn't which aren't visible to other people. Yeah. So it's like, well, it can't be visible to them, and it, but and then it's the mask, so it can't be the it, it can't be the 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 um, automaton looking back at themselves. Yeah. Oh, looking back at itself, uh, to use correct pronouns in that case. It's not about the automaton looking at itself because it, the, the mask is facing outwards. Yeah. So is it, which which direction is the magic going? Which I don't mind because it's magic. But it made me think that if this isn't about the execution of artwork mm-hmm. and it's more about like programming, it feels like you shouldn't get in an artist, a pathetic artist to do this, who like is barely good enough that they can't even pass the exams. Although that mm. might have been... You know, that might have been an intentional failing of the exams at that point. Mm. But, like, shouldn't you get a mathematician in or someone who does logic or compute? It's like computer programming. It felt more like programming, not like if-then statements, but like, what does this do and what does this pattern mean and what does that thing? Why is, what qualifications does Jebby have to be able to be brought onto that project, immediately understand it so much that they can then do like secret automaton programming in mm. a way which is more advanced than anyone has ever done before, mm. right under the noses of everybody else. Yes, the, I didn't understand it because that happened. That happened between like in in like between hour three and hour like like after three hours, but before three hours and fifteen minutes had gone past, and I was like, did I just miss something in fifteen no. minutes? That now Jebby is an expert in in automaton programming. No, we we skip a lot in this book. We skip um, like days and weeks of them learning stuff. What it comes back to, you know, the programming thing is that they talk about that there's some grammar. Mm. You you use you use words and with certain grammar to program the automaton to do what yeah. you want, and you can give them certain um, behaviors by doing that. Yeah, now I here can, is I kind of want a novel about that, and that was I just have, missing. There's three points in this now that I want to take up from, talk to you about it. Okay, point number one is... Point number one is, um, have you, you obviously came to the point where they do the heist. In the, in the preparation before that, they make themselves invisible to other people. Who does? Jebby? Yes. Okay. No, didn't, didn't know about Jebby making themselves invisible. Yes. This magic is this strong... That it can do that. Wait, how do they do that? Do they do they wear a mask? Do they put a mask on with painting well, on they, it? Where they take they have a certain uh, op- thing. Yeah, they they create a, th- a magical ops object object. Yeah, that they, they paint then, by painting it. Yes, and then it kind of deceives. Like it's kind of like you walk but to the, what the the ministry that she's working for know that this is possible. I don't know. Oh, so Jebby is just a master inventor now. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I didn't that, see that, that one coming. Yes, yeah, that 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 is in in the book. Uh, and the second thing is, so if th- th- there you can see the incoherence, like the, yeah. like if, if this can be possible, why? There are lots yeah, of if question that's marks. possible, yes. why so, was Jebby trying to like make fake sets of keys to switch around yes, on people? Yes, yeah. Um, the 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 second and third thing is, I don't know if that as if these things are now uh, spoilers. It doesn't matter about spoilers. Just tell me the okay. thing. Okay. Um, we are in a war situation. We, we know well in an occupation situation. In an occupation situation, and we do have people who are in a resistance group. Right. Okay. And we know by the stories that Jebby's sister obviously is in the resistance. Obviously, uh, an important person. Yeah. And we have a ministry that employs a seemingly unhelpful, not so skilled person. What do you think? Why did they employ her? Who? The ministry employing the sister of a person that is in the resistance. Jebby is the sister now. No, Jebby is non-binary. You called her her. Who's they, the sister? No, you, you, you confused okay, me. Okay, okay. No, now I'm, now I'm confused okay, about no, you. No, you so, confused okay, me okay. because you called her she. Okay, Jebby, non-binary Jebby. Non-binary Jebby. Why is, is, why is Jebby being employed by the... Has a sister. Uh, has a sister in the... Well, yeah, because they want to connect. They want to... They said the, the stated reason in the first part of the book is that... Um, they, by, by me saying they, I mean the Ministry yeah. of of Defense, yeah. want to get, want to find the sister or track down the the, the leader f- f- who the sister is working for or the yes. leader of the resistance. Yes. yes. So Jebby is bait. 
Yeah, Debbie is back. Okay, so we Except know. Except that when she goes into the city, they lose track of her yeah. and it just it, it doesn't work. So yeah. she can't be bait because no, they no, never but, they don't use her as bait when she leaves. Well, but, but geez, They don't keep track of her because everyone's incompetent yeah. and the story is incoherent. The, the story is so incoherent. Okay. Anyway, so she's bait. And, Who's uh, bait? She? Uh, oh, they. Sorry, they. Jebby is Jebby bait. is bait. Okay. Yeah, for the sister. Right, okay. And for the whatever. Also, later on we get to know the resistance has spies in the ministry. Right. So they know about... The magic. Like they, yes. Yes. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. people there. I mean, of course, it's a bit separated and they have like people who yeah, like at one give point, out one dishes of the, or One something. of the cleaners or something yeah. gives gives them a note or lets them read a note and stuff. Yeah. 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 And so, point number three. Let's get on to point number three. And, and point number three is, yeah, confusion all over the place. Like everything is incoherent and... I, um, and then we get to learn stuff about the the Duelist Prime, which is very, uh, very um, handy. It's very convenient. Very convenient. <laughs> very convenient again. Uh. And yes, I just wanted to spend time with everyone else except the person we had to spend our time yeah, with. Right. Okay. Um, uh, so there were your points. Do I have another point? I think uh, we've got to hit on this big topic now because okay, we both... Okay, you, you mentioned it before. Go, go. No, we like both mentioned this before. Yes. Um, and I looked through some other... Um, some other. Uh, well, let me talk about this first. I looked at some other reviews of this book. Yeah. And it was impressive to me how many other people I saw finishing the book, or not finishing the book, abandoning the book at 80% of the <laughs> way through. So there's obviously something that's like, you can be dissatisfied with the book by, for 50% of the way through. And then by the time you get to 80% of the way through, obviously there's something happening around, like in that run up to 80% of the way through where people just yeah. go, oh, I just don't care. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Like I have, and I mentioned this before, I've never cared less about a main character. Yeah. And I, and you obviously didn't as well, mm. a bad main character. The next thing that we're going to talk about, I wanted to say all the things that I didn't like about the main character before we brought this up specifically yeah. and talked about it. Because yeah. I don't want what we say next to say anything like negative or anything bad about uh, uh, non, uh, non-binary or non-gendered, non-gender identifying person um it there's you know because it ever like all of the reviews mention this either as a positive or as a negative yes i want to not say it as a positive or a negative i want to say all of the negative stuff about this book is completely disconnected from having our main character as as a non-binary stuff completely separated and all of the positive that might have come from that i also want to separate out from that because i think it's great that some that books have non non-binary and non-gendered yeah, or important. whatever whatever language that you want to use about this i think it's great that these characters uh, or that, that there's more of these characters in many books you know yeah. um just even the one that I was doing before i think the alistair reynolds book had some of them but in so many of these books it um it seems to be that done well it is an element of the character or as an element of the story which is great for representation or great for exploring an idea yeah. and what i loved about the first um uh book which is um of the oh, forgotten it i keep thinking velocity weapon but it's not velocity weapon it's the other it's the it's the book with the spaceship as a person who won all the hugo awards and nebula awards what was that called the spaceship as a yeah yeah oh not... ancillary justice okay ancillary yeah, justice ancillary what, Jesse... what i thought yeah. was fascinating about there was that yeah. these characters may have had male or female parts but because they only use one pronoun of she or the main character only saw everybody and just said everyone was she yeah. it kind of reframed everything yes. and so like everybody was non-binary but of course not everybody was non-binary but it kind of could do some clever things there. So that was more explicitly talking about gender. Yes. So so there's some interesting approaches. I mean, not opposite approaches, but some of them can say, oh, this is one facet of a character or one facet of world building. And we're just going to just, you know, talk not talk around it but just sort of like the story flows and it doesn't interrupt it's just one facet or it's one part of one character or one part of this set of characters yes like their gender even actually the 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 book that we're reading before what is it the um um the the three gender one uh, in the um no you didn't read it did you the uh, the, the memory uh, no the einstein intersection, oh, the einstein intersection. i didn't even mention the fact that there was three genders in that book 
Okay, there was, that's cool. There was Joe. There, you could either be, uh, sorry, low. There's low, low B. And yeah. then someone could be a la. And then if you were a lay, you were just, then you were like, uh, you know, I can't remember exactly what they're talking about. Either like both genders or neither genders. But it was like a third gender in that book. Didn't even I didn't even bring it up in the review because I thought, hey, that's an interesting thing for people when they read the book to discover for themselves. Yeah. There's some fun conversations which said, oh, I was growing up and I didn't realize that you weren't a low. I always thought you were low. Like I thought thought you were Mr. Mr. Hawk. Uh, no, not Hawk, because Hawk's a different character. But I always thought you were Mr. Something. Yeah. And then my now current partner, my La, like my wife, whatever, mm. she grew up and didn't didn't realise you weren't a La. Like mm. She always called you La this, and you weren't Lo or La, you were Lay. Yeah. Um, and it's just this really fun thing. And that book was, that book's from like, you know, 1967 or whenever yeah. that book was yeah. written. So... There's, there's inter- I've seen so many interesting ways of exploring non-gender binary, uh, non-binary gender. Or what, what? Again, it's difficult for me to get every single bit right. The issue that I have in this book is that the 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 uh, the, the use of the pronoun they. Yes. It's uh, unfortunate, I think, that the world or everybody uh, has settled now on they being a, a perfectly good. Um, singular gender for someone who's non-binary again yeah i have no issue with that in the world if that's the if that's the pronoun anybody wants to do and again i want to remove any commentary about any anyone non-binary or anyone uh like who doesn't want to be gendered and the pronouns that they want to use yeah. i want to uh, i'm even it's really easy for me to see the pronouns that they want to use you know because that's great it's unfortunate when you actually read long-form prose that this way yeah that the word they is it's there's other uses for the word they and it takes a good writer to be able to use they mm. as a singular non-binary pronoun and also use the word they without for groups of people with, for groups of people yeah. groups of uh, uh, any gender of people yeah. without it causing confusion and it's tricky for even me and Juliana to have a conversation between ourselves mm. about a single non-binary character mm. in this world without getting mixed up. And it's not that we accidentally called them she. Again, that's something that like it, you just got to move on with. You know, people are going to be misgendered. And if you make a mistake, just do a quick correction and go, all right, I'll try not to it next time. And both me and Juliana messed up numerous times already in this podcast. Um. The issue in this book is it almost every sentence with the word they in it w- made me confused because of the way the book was written. Yeah. The book was written that there was like most of this book takes place in small rooms with small groups of people. Yes. And in that situation, the word they is the, the way that you talk about a small group of people. Mm. It isn't how you talk about a like a large group of people. You'd say the crowd did, did this or you can differentiate if there's one person and then there's another group of people there. There's ways to differentiate it between it. But it comes to this sort of like uh, th- there's a character. Let's say there's a character called Beth and there's a character called Jebby. Let's go, I just use Jebby as the non-binary stuff. Mm. So it's she and they. Those are their chosen pronouns that they want to use. Yes. So... Uh, what did I say? Beth? Okay. Beth and Jebby uh, stood on the edge of a cliff and then they jumped off. There is no, there is no way for that to be written. Mm. Um, un, uh, I without mean, causing questions. Without, if you read that, there is ambiguity. Mm. There is no way for there not to be ambiguity mm. there. The thing is, it works the same if it was Beth and Bob. Beth and Bob stood on the edge of a cliff and they jumped off again the same ambiguity exists Mm. but in that case i know two people jumped off yeah you know or one person jumped off but if it's beth and bob standing on the top of the on top of the cliff and she jumped off i know bob and beth standing on top of the cliff and he jumped off i know Uh, beth and bob standing on the top of the cliff and they jumped off i know two people jumped Mm. but in the other where it's beth and and jebby there is there's ambiguity there which is which is built into now the use of this pronoun which again it's not and i don't have an issue with the with 
non-gender binary people using the word they or wanting to be called they, that's totally fine. I'm saying it takes a skillful writer not to make my brain trip up like three times a minute. And unfortunately in this book, my brain was being tripped up three times a minute. Yes. I think as an author, if you use, if you're deciding to use they as a pronoun for a single person. Singular pronoun, yeah. You have to put the extra effort in to then always uh, say, you, you can then say both jumped off the cliff yeah. or they jumped off the cliff and then you know it's they. It's yeah, one or Jebby. person. Jebby jumped off and, the cliff, yeah. And if you are setting the world in the sense that you are avoiding this ambiguity, mm. it's fine. I trust you as the author yeah. to to make sure the confusion doesn't happen. And as soon as that happened, as soon as I started reading this book, I knew it kind of depended on the the skill of the author to yeah. make sure these ambiguity didn't turn up and they did turn up. Right. Uh, so that was disappointed in that. The, the thing that I thought was really well done in this book was that they established at the beginning that in this in this country Who's this? In the this, author the author the author established the yeah. author established in the in the that in the in the place that we are we are having all this happening they having these um the the this folk the this 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 group of people right this this the the inhabitant of this country yeah Huageng, I don't know how yeah. what it was. I, could, I I just forget these words. Yeah, they had a the sub, occupied country. Yeah. The occupied country. They have a group of people that define themselves as non-binary, and right. they are having this uh, this haircut where one side is short and one hair is long. Right. Yeah. So if you see a person, you know immediately. Oh, they are this group of people by the hairstyle, and yeah. I know they are non-binary, and this is how I address them. So I thought that was fun. That was yeah. cool. That was a, a nice touch. It was, yeah. I, I understand that. And I think... But in a culture like that, would they, I'm talking about they, as yeah. in the group, the culture, yeah. the group of culture, yeah. would they pick a pronoun yeah. with that much confusion? Now, here we come to the language issue. Right. We are having this book. It is written in the English language. Yes. And this obviously takes place in in a place where they wouldn't speak English. Yeah. They they would speak a different language. You yeah. can tell by the, all the words they're being used. Right. It's not an English-speaking um, origin. Yeah. And unfortunately, here comes back to the linguistic point of we had this in yeah. Hellspark. If you are writing a book in English about something that happens in a different language, yeah. it is difficult to do because... In Turkish, for example, they have they don't have pronouns. They yeah. use o or something. Well, that is that the is pronoun. The one you mean pronoun. they don't have gendered pronouns? They don't yeah. have gendered pronouns. Yeah. So it is possible. Yeah, same in, in like Finnish and other languages, maybe. Yeah. And it's it's possible in other languages to get this across because yeah. of the, how the language is mm. in English and respectively in German. We have the same issue in German right now. Is that people are still figuring out how to change yeah. the language so it fits. Well, that's the thing. I find it unfortunate that English seems to have settled on, oh, they is good enough. Yeah. It isn't quite good enough. And that isn't, again, not, I'm try, not trying to knock it. It's just we, we've had long conversations about this in the past. Yeah. Whereas we, I think I went through the Wikipedia page of all the proposed non-binary or gender neutral or gender ambiguous uh, pronouns. Yes. And I settled the one that I like best, which I've read in a, quite a few science fiction books now, mm. which is... Uh, v and uh, as the you know as like the he or she V and uh, viz and ver um, uh, for you know so V it can be the he or she ver is like the her but with mm. a V and um, and uh, vim, uh, vim, uh, viz sorry is like the his like the mm. belonging to it which sounds more like his rather than hers and that for me which which again Alistair Reynolds uses and other people zero ambiguity mm. in pronouns in that way but isn't in normal use you know yes so um, it's still in the progress it's, it's still th in a process of that won't being catch figured. on in the world now yes. because now it's a and this is why i'm kind of uncomfortable talking about it now on the podcast now it's almost a political statement mm. to to say or have the opinion that the pronoun they isn't 
useful or isn't the right pronoun. Yeah. And that's what I want to say. I'm not saying that if people want to call themselves they, they shouldn't be able to. I'm saying it's a pity in long form fiction mm. prose yeah. that they is in, in that put it this way i think it's a pity that yoon ha lee thinks that his use of they is good enough in this book mm-hmm. and with skillful writing it might have been good enough mm-hmm. but uh, it, it's difficult that something which has now got so much cultural and political weight on it which is gendered in, pronouns in english, yeah. or in english yeah. which is gender or non-gendered pronouns I'm now, I, I feel like I'm having to defend my criticisms of its use in mm. long form fiction writing, yeah. where it isn't suitable in everyday use for people who want to be, um, to be, have the pronouns they, like, like my niece, uh, not, what do I even say now? My niece, not my niece. Slash, Saren. I, yeah. Like, uh, I don't I even... I go and just use their I was, name. I was going to say, yeah, my... But how do I refer to it? My, my, um, my brother's offspring... Like, I don't know the words to use. I don't know... I one don't, of the children. Yeah, one of the children, one child of my... Your, again, of your brother. Like, I'm a brother. Now... Would like to them to be addressed with them. With, with they and them, yeah. which is fine. But as you can see, my trouble of what is... What is the mm. what is the non-gendered niece yeah. slash nephew? I don't know. And it, it's, it's it's too a, difficult. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not too learning, difficult. It's a learning thing, and it's something that yeah. we need to. I, I think it's important to yeah. address all that because it, because it is. But there is the central authority necessary. of English, you know. No, of course it isn't. Um, I think. I think in the same way that I would have loved to see. Now it's a different topic. Right. I know, but I would have loved to see after the the. German Democratic Republic, the GDR, yeah. and the Republic of Germany, yeah. the BDR, yeah. uh, combined as a new country. Yeah. Uh, they, no, one country collapsed to exist. Yeah. And the other one... They the, didn't combine. They didn't combine it was just, they to were, be a new country. I would say they annexed it, but that's, that's got, other, it's, it's, uh, that's got yeah. other things in it. But one of them was put back yeah. into the other country right and at that point there was a huge opportunity to come up with a new hymn yeah with a new flag anthem is what you meant yeah. with a new anthem yeah with a new flag yeah but they, they didn't. didn't they just took all the west and German this stuff. is i think what what happens now i think in this conversation it is important that it would be so much better to say okay we are now so much more aware that yeah. a binary thinking system yeah. is just not good enough. Yeah. Let's come up with a new way to a new set think, a, a, new, a, a, a few new, new sets of pronouns yes. that we people can start using them exactly. and put it in. One way that But then that feels really Orwellian that like there's one in there's one ministry which is imposing language it's and then now we're about all... one ministry it's imposing yeah, I know, it's I know. about people coming up with ideas yeah. and the, uh, But the, what I'm saying is it's a pity yes. that the idea that now has the political weight behind it yes. that if you get it wrong people will accuse you of sexism or you know being transphobic or whatever people could accuse you of if you get pronouns wrong yeah. me now saying that it's a pity that the word they has been settled on as the correct one. Me saying, oh, it's a pity, now makes me come off as transphobic. No, 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 you're not transphobic. No, or, or because whatever. Because it is about non, it's yes, about. again, or whatever the thing is that now people, that that I now might be being, I could be accused of because I didn't, before I started saying, you know, my niece, before because I didn't do a Wikipedia search to work out, like type into Google, what is the non-binary term for niece and nephew? I didn't put that work in, in this conversation before saying it. Mm. And I'm saying, oh, it's a pity that now I have to do that to be to come across. And I'm wanting to be yes, sensitive. I understand. And I'm wanting to do the right thing. And it's later a pity. on after the podcast, yeah. I'm going to explain to you why this is not transphobic. I know it's. But I know it's not transphobic. That's not my point. Mm. That's not my point. I'm I'm saying that in this. All of these things, all of this this talking about gender and all about this other kind of stuff, 
it's it's again i don't want to i i i know it's not me being transphobic i'm saying that like in the world in in a world where many people could be accused of being transphobic or i'm just saying that i was just using trans the, is the wrong word to use i here. know it's the wrong word okay good. i know it's the wrong word okay. i'm saying it's tricky to keep track of all of these different issues and not say the wrong word that's my point yeah i get it i get it i think you should address the more the more okay the thing turning back to the book the worst thing about this audiobook yes. and the worst thing about this book is that they use they as the main gender the second main character in the book is called fucking they they yes the may the second character in the book the main love interest antagonist protect second whatever like that is called they so yeah. i was having conversations where jebby would do this and they would do that and then they would do that and then she would do that and then they would do that and then they would do that and then jebby would do that and i'm like what the fuck's going on like why make a book which is already complicated by the gender they mm. That's that's the book is already not complicated by it. I'm saying the author isn't good enough to write clear sentences and for me not to be constantly tripping up over what's going on and who's going on. Yeah. Despite me trying really hard and trying to we we rewire my brain to be happy with they as the singular non-gendered pronoun, suddenly a main character in the book is called they and I've got to deal with that as well. Yes. Of course when reading the book It's a little bit easier. Easy reading the book as an audio book. In, oh my goodness! Yeah, as an audio And I think that's I why I had such a, a strong reaction against they mm. being written badly. It's that you you're doing it on hard mode. If and you, then also if you calling use a character, a character name to be almost indistinguishably audibly, like audibly indistinguishable from a pronoun, it's yeah. like calling someone he. Like, what's your name? He. And you're like, all right, he does this. Oh, no, not that he, another he. There was also a, a, a male character in the room who was called he. Yeah. And he was doing it, not he. Yeah. And you're like, there's a slight difference there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's he and he. And you're like, he is different from he, is it? It's like, yeah, in this audiobook, they're different. Good luck keeping track Always of keeping... keeping track of that while you're like stacking <laughs> you're the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think that is the, for me, and... I haven't listened to the audiobook, but I can imagine that that is being very challenging, is more challenging than keeping track of the they and they issue. That's a weird thing to say. But anyway, I, didn't want to get anyway. off cross intergendered pronouns so much again, but it is yes. one of those things that uh, the thing is, I was going into it so much because I wanted to explain to like I'm trying to clear up that it's it's not about I understand. It's not about not wanting not about people to be called they. Not about the concept itself. It's not about the concept itself. It's about if that is the non... But I just the thing that's what makes it so bad writing. In a culture where so many like non-gendered non people are or non-binary people are, if a culture has developed in that way, there would have come up a better way of talking about yes. it. But just in English, it's a shortcoming. In, in English. It's only in English language where yeah. it's a shortcoming. This is what I said at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. We are... We are reading something in a different culture where there would have different yeah. ways of. If that was culturally just that, like, oh yeah, it. men, like the the, yeah. the main badass warrior in the book is a woman, like no questions asked, like oh yeah, the best duelist is a woman, great, no problem at all. And cool, yeah, like, she's like, cool. amazing. Yeah, but she's not amazing because she's a woman. But it's great to be. It's great to have a, a fantasy world where women are equal to men, are equal to non-gender. It's like these three yeah. genders or three categories or whatever you want to do. They're all equal and all accepted and all fine and no problem at all about it. You know, yeah. everything's great about it. But in a culture that was that way, yes. where people like, what do you call the people who? Oh, excuse me, who have the haircut where one side is is longer than the other? What are those people called? They's. No, they have the thems. No, that I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. They have a title, but what do you refer to them as? Let me put it that way. Yes, That's they, the thing. And it could, we could have had the word that they yeah. use yeah. in, in, in the English, yeah. used in English in the book. Yes. Yes. Trend, make make a word for it to be like they're talking about the language. They name the language. That's great. Yeah. If you're gonna do anyway, yeah. all of that. 
to say is that I regret having this conversation about gender pronouns now. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, it's not about that. It's just because I know that people are going to, peop, the people, long-term listeners of the podcast are going to be sick about me bringing this up again and us talking about this again. Okay. But it is an issue with the book. And I looked through some other reviews. Loads of people had the same issue. Yes. Even the people who are like, yes, representation, good. It's and good. that's why I want to say yes, about this. we want uh, this. It's interesting to read a world where there's three genders and they're all equal. Great. You know, all of this kind of stuff, all fantastic. Yeah. Also, it's a pity mm. that it was confu- It was it was disruptive for my brain. It made it difficult for me to enjoy what the story was mm. because any time that I knew there was more than one person in the room, I was constantly trying to work out if one person was doing something, mm. or two people were doing something, or three people were doing something. Yeah, and yeah, and it's ba- just bad writing. Yeah, it's just bad writing. And uh, I want to apologize if at some point th- wh- how we talk and what we talk is uh, seems uh, ignorant, but I am very yeah. open. I think binary system of gender yeah. is just wrong. Yeah, and that's why and- I say it's so <laughs> difficult for us who are like want to get it so correct and want to be enthusiastic about it and want to be supportive because and want to be inclusive. I am. Like yeah. we are, and even if we're not, it's it's not because we don't want to be. It's because we're making mistakes or we're saying the wrong thing yeah. or n- not addressing it. Like again, yeah. we haven't even brought up that Yoon Ha Lee is a is a uh, is a trans man as, as as an author and right. And He's I a think, man. That's yes. for me. That's just. Yes. Okay. He's but a it's trans one of those man. things that a trans man, a man, whatever. I'm saying that like it. This isn't like there's there's nothing. I know it seems so weird to say this sort of like that's got nothing to do with it. And I wish it. I wish it didn't have something to do with it. And there obviously are things that a trans man author can bring into something which you know which is a unique perspective and yeah. i don't want to denigrate a unique perspective i thought the unique perspective of yoon ha lee being half korean or living in korea was more interesting than the than the non-binary gender stuff like the situation of being having having korea being invaded by japan but let's do it in a fantasy world where yeah. you know whatever yeah. that was way more interesting to me the world building was way more interesting than gender stuff and but we've talked half of the podcast about the gender non-gender and gendered pronouns yes. and that's what's annoying about this thing yes. like i no, don't I want the podcast to be about that i want no. the podcast to be about the writing unfortunately yeah. that was Didn't... one of the things which was tripping me up so much and making me not enjoy the book yeah and that's a pity because it feels like an attack on somebody or a dismissive or dismissing of somebody it, or other people really and we really don't want it to be but we do but that's but it does become a critique of writing that into a novel yeah which is a pity it is Anyway, I didn't finish it. Eighty percent in. I just. You're gonna give it a star rating? No, I couldn't care. That's weird. After ninety percent of the way through a book. Eighty. Eighty percent of the way through a book. Yeah. You just get meh. Not gonna get through. No. But you're not alone. No. Let's I'm head not over. Alone, I think. Let's head over to um, Goodreads. This has got a three point seven six rating overall on Goodreads. Not that high. Yeah, but um, also not that low. Not that low. Friend reviews are three point four ratings. So yeah, this is actually falling below my like. If it's below that three point five, three point six, it's it's getting there on both of those as well. Margaret rated four stars. Um, Colin rated it three stars. <laughs> Although he he starts off his review where we ended our review. If this book has taught me one thing, is that the English language desperately needs a new globally accepted set of pronouns for non-gendered characters. Um, I, again, I don't think that. But I, I think writers have to learn how to use it m- more. Yeah, like, you better. have to change your language if you want to yeah. use it. Yeah, you just have to. That's it. You and I it mean, isn't just about swapping out they, he or she for the word they and no. being like, oh, that's good enough. No, no it isn't. No, you have it to isn't. change your language around. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, lots of other people stuff. Uh, oh yeah, I was going to do this whole thing about talk about uh, like I thought a bit more about this when people say, oh, I really loved that main character, and yeah. I I tried bring this up the other day, and I couldn't quite yeah. get my head around what I what like my resistance to having a, an idea of a character in a book that mm. I love. Yeah. And uh, but I don't want to talk about it in this book because there was other there was other issues other in this things. book. But we, I do we, want to have, sure have that conversation in the podcast. Book. Yeah, I want to find a podcast. I want to find a book where people say, "Oh, I really love the main character," yeah. and then try and work out why. When I read that in a review, I'm like, eh. but I think it maybe just becomes down to like I 
I I never really like to think of myself. There's a few words which I kind of react to in that way, like、mm. calling myself a fan of something、mm. or using the word. Oh, I'm a content creator. It just makes me go like that.、Yeah. To say I love a character in a book or I I love the main character, which some people did about Jebby. Yeah. No, not about Jebby. Maybe about the dragon. Avrazi. Yeah, which we literally didn't even. Didn't, that's the first time we mentioned that yeah, there's a dragon. There was a dragon. I I, said, I I mentioned it before once, but okay. Well, I'm going to read this book. You're gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it one stars. Okay.、Um, because I can see, I can see there's a book in here which could. There, there is some stuff in here. There was some stuff in the book, which I thought was. And we had an hour conversation. We can't、oh. review.、Oh, no. <laughs> we can't have our book reviews. The star rating of the books that we're reviewing based on the review that we do of the book. You're right. We get a circular thing. Yes. Because everyone's not this one, but a lot of people's when we give do a, a, a rant about a book, those becomes the favourite. So it means like every every book which、You're、is、right. terrible enough, it gets to the so bad it's good. <laughs> this book isn't into a so bad it's good situation,、uh-huh. and I don't want anyone to enjoy this podcast. You know, yeah. Yeah. this this episode of the podcast isn't for people to listen to and enjoy. Yeah, we should have said that at the beginning, maybe. <laughs> no, because it's only at the end of it where I realise that I'm disappointed with the podcast that we just did because、so、I talked s- about gendered pronouns too long,、yeah. and it wasn't the main point. No, it wasn't the main point. The they versus they having a main character named. I, I thought when you, I thought when we started this, I thought that was what it was going to be my main point. To- but I did a 15 minute diversion into, in, in just that was just going to upset people because、mm. either people are going to be upset about me talking about it and my opinions about it, or they're going to be upset about that that we've had to talk about it. Yeah, you know. Well, that section of the podcast is pleasing nobody. One star to this podcast. Also, one star to the book that we reviewed in this、okay. podcast. Okay, I was disappointed. In what the book? Yeah, yeah, of course. Eighty percent stopping reading. Eighty percent of the way through is pretty impressive. But sometimes it has to be done. You can become our friends on Goodreads. <laughs> Go to Goodreads.com and become my friend, Luke Burridge, and become Juliana's friend. She's on there too. You can check out the SFBRP listener group.、Um, Uh, you can check out the episode feedback. Give all the feedback about how sick you are us talking about gender pronouns or non-gender pronouns. Yes.、Um, also, you can go to the books I would like to see reviewed thread and drop off some um, uh, uh, some book review suggestions there. Hellspark, which Juliana is now reading, was suggested in that thread. Yeah. We already did a podcast about it. I'm reading it now. And I didn't、now. finish it, but now Juliana is trying out. So yeah, we do get to the books that are、yes. mentioned in there. What are you reading right now?、Um, I'm reading All Judgment Fled by James、uh, White, which is a, a long-term book. The Blanket Alien.、Yeah. You keep talking about that. That was one. That was a way for me to talk. That was an identifying feature of one of the aliens, to, so people would understand.、Yes. People picked up on that. Like, hey, you want a book about blanket aliens? I'm like, no, I want a book about Apollo <laughs> era、one. spaceships going out past the orbit of Mars, and it's a first contact kind of、yeah. let's explore a big ship in a bit of like rendezvous of Rama. How far are you into? I like halfway through that book. Cool.、Um, it's a bit difficult for me to read it at the night because it's a paper book, and yeah. It, It, leaving the lamp on to read the book annoys Juliana, and she can't. Well, it annoys her. And me, I sometimes the, wake up a bit and then wonder. And the noise of me turning pages in bed. I don't wake. Oh, you don't mean to,、no. okay? It just feels like when I'm turning the pages, I'm maybe shaking around. It feels really、around. loud. No, it, it's not. That's it's not, not what、bad. wakes me up. What is more waking me up is the light. To be honest.、Uh, okay. So I, I, now my plan for this afternoon is to read a bit more of it on the couch in the light during daylight, so、yes. I don't have to leave the lamp the lamp on in bed. To, I think that's a good plan.、Um, so that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Otherwise,、uh, yeah, become our friend. Uh, do that. Follow me on Twitter at Luke Burridge. Juliana is at J U K U Berlin. Same on Instagram.、Yeah. Both those names. And also, thank you very much to our Patreon supporters. It's coming up to the end、thank、of the year. Thank you so much. We're probably going to have another podcast before the end of the year. I just want to say thank you for 2021 of all Patreon supporters for supporting us financially.、Um, you are all massive stars. It means so much, and it's weird that we keep like every podcast we keep repeating the same thing over and over. It, it does it mean a huge ge- amount. Oh, sorry. I just kicked my foot. It 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 feels at some point I feel disingenuous, but I am really, I'm so grateful for people to, for the support because、yeah. this is how how creativity comes. Yeah, how is by that、happen. direct support. Yeah, and the financial part of it is just a small. It's more like the signal that people care about us and yeah, care about what、yeah. we do and the juggling stuff and the science fiction. But、yes. so anyway, thank you very much. Patreon.com forward slash Luke Burridge. I want to say one thing. If、oh, yeah. you go on Instagram to JUKU Berlin. Yeah. There's some. I'm posting some two songs that I provide. I able to perform this this yeah, year. Your one concert this year. My one performance.、Yeah. And this if year, you, if you like to enjoy, one singing gig, and I did one juggling gig. If you want to hear me sing, you can go there. Yep. And yeah, enjoy it.、That's、my it. one show that I did this year, you can also find on on uh, on, uh, on YouTube. On YouTube, yes.、Mm. Go to Le- Leeds Convention 
vlogging on YouTube. All right, that's it. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>